0: The Lord be with you. With A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Lord. The Word of God came to John, son of Zechariah, in the wilderness. He went into all the region around the Jordan. Proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. As the people were filled with expectation and all were questioning in their hearts concerning John whether he might be the Messiah, John answered all of them by saying, I baptize you with water, but one who is more powerful than I is coming. I am not worthy to untie the thongs of his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. Now when all the people were baptized and when Jesus also had been baptized and was praying, the heaven was opened and the Holy Spirit descended upon Jesus in bodily form like a dove And a voice came from heaven, You are my son, the beloved. With you I am well pleased. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. You are my son, my beloved, with you I am well pleased. These are important words for any child to hear. It's important for a son or a daughter to hear from mother or father, now and then across the course of their childhood or their young adulthood, or maybe even later in life too. These beautiful and important words, you are my son, you are my daughter, My beloved, I'm pleased with you. These are some of the most important words that any child can ever hear. It is, of course, exactly the same in the Gospel of Luke. These words are some of the most important, if not the most important words, that are spoken in the Gospel of Luke from beginning to end. Now, this is an incredibly important moment in the life of Jesus that we share today in the Gospel story. We don't know a lot about how Jesus came to grow up. The last we heard was he was 12 years old in a temple teaching the wise people there. And when he's asked what he's doing, he says, didn't you know that I have to be about my father's business? So already, even at the age of 12, Jesus has some important sense that he has a relationship that is special in particular with God who is Father for him. The word he uses throughout the Gospels for God is a word of tenderness. It's the word of a child for his father. It's a, it's a word of, of, of closeness, Abba. How that grew over the ensuing years, we have no idea. But here we are at the very, very beginning of Jesus's public life, now all grown up, maybe 30 years of age, something like that. He's obviously already had a rich life. He's already developed a career following in the steps of Joseph. Probably he has spent time following John the Baptist in the desert. The story begins today with Jesus, being part of the crowd, the crowd of the unwashed, the crowd of those seeking forgiveness, those preparing themselves for the next great act by God as he saves his people. There is expectation in this crowd that Jesus is part of, expectation that the Messiah is coming soon and that John indeed is his herald, if not the Messiah himself. So Jesus is part of that group, he's part of the people. He's one with them in their weakness and their suffering and in their expectation that God is about to do something grand for them, bigger than he's ever done before. That God is ready finally to send his Messiah to them, to save them from themselves, to save them from their sin, to lead them forward in a, a new way, Well, Jesus is part of that. He's part of the people. And when He Himself enters the waters of baptism, He is saying, I am one with you, and I too expect God to do something new. For Him, that God is not just the God of Abraham, not just the God of Moses, not just the God of David. That God is His own Father. He has, by this time we know, a deep sense of that intimate relationship with God, which is deeper than anything else in his life. Therefore, it is particularly beautiful that especially in Luke's Gospel, Jesus is baptized. Thereafter, while he is praying, It doesn't happen in the water in Luke's Gospel. Thereafter, when he's praying, the skies are opened, which is to say the division between God and humanity disappears. The Spirit comes down upon him, the Spirit of a new creation, the Spirit that hovered over the waters in Genesis. That same Spirit creates now a a new world. And most importantly, in that moment of prayer, that moment of intimate communion between himself and his Father, he hears the words that make all the difference to him, those most important words that allow him to know who he is and what he has to do and how he's going to do it. We sometimes imagine these words as booming out of the clouds, But more likely, at least as Luke tells the story, they're a whisper. A whisper in Jesus' own ears. A whisper of tenderness. A whisper of vocation, of calling. A whisper that is in itself an embrace of Jesus as the long-expected Messiah. You are my beloved Son my beloved son, and in you I am well pleased." It is upon hearing these words in the depths of his heart that his communion with that Father is full and complete and now he has his mission set out before him. But before he has to do that, he has to get his head around this extraordinary calling And so right after this in the Gospels and all the Gospels, he goes out, he's pushed out into the desert to experience the temptations of his mission to do it wrong, to do it for himself, to feed himself first to make himself all-powerful, to make himself a big guy and Jesus rejects those temptations one after another after another so that he can do the ministry of saving His people as God His Father wants Him to do it, pouring Himself out, giving of Himself, even to the point of death, death on a cross. There is one other moment, at least, when we hear these words again in the Gospel, when Jesus, just before He enters Jerusalem to begin that awful time of suffering, He takes a couple of His disciples up on top of a mountain, and there they are allowed to see Him in His glory, in His divinity, in His deep communion with the Father. There again the words are spoken, whispered perhaps, you are my son, my beloved. I'm well pleased. And to the disciples, Listen to him, he's my son. Perhaps those words were spoken more than that in Jesus' heart, in Jesus' mind. Perhaps when when he had some of those awful moments in his life where he needed encouragement, where he felt like maybe he was losing the point of his vocation, maybe when those moments when he couldn't see beyond the coming day, (laughs) those words were whispered to him again to encourage him and to strengthen him. The moment, for example, when he's betrayed by Judas in the garden and he feels like he's losing everything, even his own disciples. In that terribly painful prayer in the garden, perhaps then again he hears the words, You are my son. I love you. You're precious to me. I'm pleased. You're doing it right. This is the way to go. Another moment that must have been uh, heartache for Jesus is when he's placed in front of a crowd of people who are roaring for his crucifixion and, and the secular heretic Pilate, the Roman says well let me give you Barabbas as, a, as an alternative to this one what does Barabbas' name it means? bar son of the father He's a fake son of the Father. And yet the crowds choose him, not the real son of the Father. (coughs) At that moment, where everyone is cheering for Bar-Abbas, the fake father, son of the Father, the imposter, perhaps there Jesus needed to hear and did hear yet again those important words. Despite what the crowd is yelling, you, you are my son, my beloved. Maybe one more time, as Jesus is hanging on the cross, giving up his spirit. Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. Yet again, the words of the Father himself. Father, you are my, Jesus, you are my son, my beloved. As you let go of life, know that I am well pleased. Father, into your hands I commend my spirit then. And finally, finally maybe this is an imagination thing, but maybe, maybe on Easter morning, maybe after all was said and done, as Jesus' body is lifeless in that cold tomb, maybe it's those same words that are whispered into Jesus' soul, his spirit, his very body. Jesus, you are my beloved Son. I'm well pleased. I love you. Maybe those are the words that lift Jesus out of that tomb, that open his eyes and start his heart beating again, and he begins a new mission as the Risen One. Finally, for us, each one of us, through our own baptism have been made brothers and sisters of this Jesus. We are His body in the world this day. And so those most important words in the Gospel of Luke are spoken to us as well, to each of us. The Lord, the God of the universe, the creator of all that is, the God who saves and leads and protects, and strengthens us, says to us, especially in our most difficult and dark moments, You are my beloved son, you are my beloved daughter, in you too I am well pleased.